Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, where are the underdogs in the NBA? I have no idea, man. The the favorites easily covered yesterday. The the Brooklyn bets out there looked like the New York Mets. It was just atrocious. I uh it, it's making me wonder. Well, what's on slate for today? I, I mean, look at those bucks line. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, crazy day. I mean, but some some cool stuff too. If, if you're looking at, as just a basketball fan, I, I, NBA playoff basketball is back. Donovan Mitchell had a hell of a game. I think it was the third most points scored in a playoff game ever. It was fifty. He dropped fifty-seven. You mentioned it. The chalk ruled the day with all four of the favorites covering. Questionable game, I would say, and, and I want Panthers take on this in a minute. Is Porzingis getting tossed in that Dallas Clippers game? Seems suspect to me. I'm I'm not saying conspiracy here, mm-hmm. but suspect that he got tossed in that game when Dallas was winning. So, uh, my my last point too is if if you don't know who Fred Van Fleet is, we've mentioned him on the show before. You will know in the offseason because that dude's going to get paid lots of money. What's up, Panther? Yeah, Van Fleet's the reason, honestly, that Toronto doesn't miss Kawhi. Um, and even when Lowry was down, Van Fleet was the man. So I was re- – I know we all – I think that was the French kiss of death taking the, the bets. But, um, man, I was really leery of that game because Toronto can, can explode. Um, as far as Porzingis – I played a doubleheader in softball last night, so I was in bed, I think, before that game even tipped off. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not really aware of the uh, Przingis getting tossed and, and what happened in that game, but um, I think that depth is going to be a problem for, for the Mavs um, going forward. That was my my whole issue. I think the Clippers are, are deeper. Um, and then that whole Nuggets-Jazz game, that was they, – they, they covered, but it was – a overtime game so you never know what happens in five minutes of overtime but looking forward to an interesting day of basketball today what's up rich 
Yeah, if the Brooklyn Bets wanted to take the day off yesterday, uh, they could have at least somebody could have at least faked uh, sniffles or a cough or something in the bubble. <laughs> they sure as hell uh, pretended to be or faked to be an NBA basketball team for three out of four quarters yesterday. It was just awful. But hopefully today uh, we can get a little bit more of that minus twelve line and uh, take a taste of that. So let's uh, let's see what we got on tap for today. Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's start in the NBA. We're looking at Orlando and Milwaukee. Uh, Bucks open up minus 11 and a half, and now they are minus 12 and a half, Max. As a game I was alluding to, and if yesterday taught us anything, the favorites can cover. This is one of the series where I expect the chalk to be very high, uh, and I also expect the Bucks to be able to cover most of the time. They certainly took their foot off the pedal in the bubble, but if you watch them all season... You could even argue that they never really were firing on all cylinders. They've just been waiting for the playoffs. Giannis will probably be MVP this year. He only averaged 30 minutes a game this season. Orlando does not have the depth, does not have any talent to hang with the Bucks. They were 3-5 and five in the bubble. And honestly, seeing a team like Orlando here makes me miss the fact that the Suns aren't in the playoffs. You're looking at the magic without Jonathan Isaac. He's out for the season. Aaron Gordon's even questionable for today. I do not know where they're going to get scoring from. This is going to be an absolute blowout. And you know I hate eating this much chalk, but guess what? I'm going to do it. I'm betting the Bucks here. Yeah, that, that's one of the sore spots for me is the Suns. Undefeated in the bubble and still didn't get in. But, um, yeah, Vooch can't – I mean, Vooch's going to be Will Chamberlain, right? Score 100 points a game. That's I, I I agree with Max. I don't know where the scoring's coming from. Typically, twelve and it looks like it might be pushed up to twelve and a half would be just way too much. But with a team as good as the Bucks and a team as questionable as Orlando, I'm okay with laying this. So I'm with Max. I'm going to lay the twelve and bet the Bucks. Ooh, I think I went down this road yesterday. I I don't know if I want another bite of that sandwich, but. Milwaukee has beaten Orlando by more than 12 in four of the last eight, and that's when Orlando was a little bit more full strength. As you guys mentioned, they're not full strength. I'm going to lean Milwaukee because 12 and a half is a lot for me, and I have Milwaukee winning by 10, so they're not quite covering that number for me. So I'm just going to lean Milwaukee uh, and, <laughs> and hope for the best for you guys. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. It's a lean for Milwaukee. It's just too many points. Although, damn, it just went up again. It's five dimes, and Bovada shifted it to 13 now. Probably going to get worse at every book, don't you think, Max? It's just going to keep getting worse and worse. I think I think it probably will for Milwaukee. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, it's a lean for me on Milwaukee. Next up, we got Miami, Indiana. Miami opened up minus three and a half. They are minus four and a half now. Yeah, so one, one, one of the more interesting series. Uh, both teams, uh, I, I believe that with the seeding, right, they, they, they'd be matching up with the Bucks in the next round. Whoever wins this one <laughs> w- would go on against uh, Milwaukee in the next round. Uh, if they don't beat each other up first, right, uh, we all know that uh, Warren and Butler had a, a beef that apparently is completely over, according to Jimmy James Butler, that this beef is done with. But if you're looking at Miami to try to come out and win this series, they ha- they certainly have a great chance to. Uh, they They were amazing at home this season, dreadful on the road. Just overall fun team to watch, though. 
So I still don't know where they fit in this bubble situation. Is Can they get over the quote-unquote road woes and, and be competitive? I'm still not sure. When this team is on, though, they play such tough defense. They can balance out their offense. They have that one-two punch of uh, Adebayo and Butler. The Pacers, though, man, they, they have the bubble MVP. They've got TJ Warren. The only team to seem to slow him down, though, was Miami. Miami's also really well coached. And the fact that the Pacers are banged up and don't have Sabonis to match up without a Bayou could be a, a big issue. I'm going to lean Miami here, uh, but I kind of like the line where it started. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at this. You know, Miami did not fare well in the bubble, and they, they lost four of their last five. Their one win was against Indiana, and then Indiana came back and beat them a couple games later. So I don't know where their head is as, as a team. I, I can't believe that they were just coasting through the bubble because they kind of had the seeding implications uh, there. And Indiana – Look, I think this is a pretty even game, to be honest. I, for me, I think it's the three and a half points. This probably should be more like a one, even one and a half, maybe three and a half is about what I'm going on. So I'm going to take the Pacers on a lean, um, but it's just because of three and a half. I think it's a pretty even game. I have um, Indiana uh, projected to win by one point. So if I'm getting four and a half points and I have them projected to win by one, I'm going to bet Indiana, even though Miami has won three of the last four matchups. Plenty of these games are pretty close. I think both teams are going to be pretty intense, as Max talked about. Uh, TJ Warren and um, Jimmy Butler, they're both out to probably prove something today. So I expect a tough, hard-fought game. Hopefully it doesn't go to overtime and then beat me like, like it got, happened to me in the Jazz yesterday. But I'm, I'm betting Indiana. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Rich. I think Miami wins by one. That's what I'm, I've got. So, yeah, for me, it's – Panther was right. This is a, probably a one-point game or one should be a one-point spread. I like it, though. Give me Indiana plus the points. All right. Next up, let's look at OKC in Houston. OKC opened up minus one and a half. They're minus two now. So, whew, big line shift there, Max. Yeah, Chris Paul is going to get a chance to knock his former team out of the playoffs. The same cannot be said for Russell Wilson Westbrook, who will not be playing. He more than likely will miss this entire series with a quad injury. The Thunder, very happy to have Dennis Schroeder back from the bubble, uh, back into the bubble, specifically because Houston has some depth on their bench and OKC has been missing that depth in their bench. I think this series really is going to come down to Jimmy James Harden and whether he is his typical playoff missile self or not. This is a tad bit close to me, but I'm going to lean OKC here. Yeah, I got to be honest, without Westbrook, I mean, that just puts everything on Harden's back. Um, I know they got a little bit of bench scoring, Eric Gordon, and you know they they got a little bit of a bench, but it's James Harden and everybody else. Um, and then, you know, getting rid of Capella earlier in the season, they haven't been that big and strong. I, that, I give the advantage to Oklahoma city with Steve Adams. Um, so a healthy Oklahoma city, uh, yeah, I just, man, the missiles, I expect the missiles to show up, not the rockets. So I'm going to lean the thunder here. 
This is another game for me where I have a, a one point game. I have uh, Oklahoma City winning one sixteen to one fifteen, um, and I'm Oklahoma City's laying two. So I, I think Oklahoma City probably does win. They've won four of the last five. I'm going to lean OKC here, uh, but Chris Paul in the playoffs they don't go together, and so I, I'm not fully confident OKC is going to win. If I was going to bet anything in this game, I would probably take the over. I think there's a really good shot that they go over 225 and a half. You going to bet it? You just th- thinking yeah, about it? Yeah, I'll bet the over. Okay, I'm, I'm on the over and leaning OKC. Okay. Yeah. Again, this one is a this one's tight. I'm a, I'm leaning OKC too as well. Uh, yeah, man, it, this is going to be this this is the game I really want to see because this looks to be the closest game. Uh, I don't know if I could pick a side on this one, but it's just a lean for me on OKC. All right, here we go. This is the matchup Max has been dying for. Portland, Los Angeles. Lakers opened up minus five and a half. They're just just now flipped over to minus six. Yeah, this is definitely the one that we would talk about. Uh, The Blazers are a three seed in eighth seed clothing. Uh, This is a very scary team. With one of the most dynamic players in the league last year, they were beaten in the playoffs because they didn't have Nurkic. They have him now. McCollum's playing good. Uh, Lillard is just playing out out of his mind right now. Plus, they added a role player, Carmelo Anthony, who who actually saw that working out. Uh, none of us <laughs> saw that working out, uh, but he hit that that clutch shot to get them into the playoffs. And he's he's accepted his role. Uh, he can score. He can give Lillard a little break from from dominating. Uh, the Lakers have problems guarding dynamic uh, players such as Lillard. Uh, Rondo is back though, so we'll see if if Ron if playoff Rondo comes in and decides to play defense. We'll see how that goes. The, I guess the, my my issue here is I don't know what to think of the Lakers right now. They were absolutely dominant in the pre bubble. They slept through the bubble games, uh, except for the one game that mattered to them, and that was beating the Clippers in game one, where they really showed up. Uh, LeBron's body language, if you've seen him, has just not been great lately. There's rumors of locker room issues. The Lakers never seem to cover when I bet on this this, this year, so uh, I, I definitely can't bet on them. But there's something that I just suspect for them that, that they've been lying low and they're going to come out and do their typical Laker thing and beat the shit out of Portland here. Too many points for me, though. I will lean Portland and take those points. This thing could go one of two ways. You know, like Max said, the Lakers somehow with the LeBron-Anthony Davis combo can pretty much demolish almost any team in the NBA. And then yet we've seen in the last eight games. They've lost four of the last five um, that they can lose to anybody. I'm not a big fan of this, this cakewalk. You know, they, they clinched the one seed and then they just bench guys in the second half and take games. I'm not, a, it messes with your mentality and then it messes with the locker room. And then you've got all this other turmoil going on. So I don't know where their heads are at. The, the skill level I'll believe is in question. It's where are they mentally? Portland has had to fight Damian Lillard's been playing out of his mind. I mean, listen to this lineup. You've got Lillard, McCollum, Whiteside, Nurkic, Anthony. I mean, just it just goes on and on. This team has, in my opinion, way more talent than the Lakers do. Um, and they've been playing hard. They've got their rhythm. There, there's no this mental stuff. 
I'm inclined to, to lean the six points. I'm scared of the Lakers because they can show up and beat you by 30. So I'm going to lean Portland plus the six. Here's the deal, I think. This whole bubble was set up for LeBron to win another championship. They made sure he got <laughs> maximum rest. No back-to-back games. There's no excuse for the Lakers not to do what Adam Silver wants them to do, and that's get another trophy. I don't think there's any doubt about that. If you're going to – if if you think the Lakers are going to win, and, and I do, then you have to lay the points. The last three times they played against Portland, they won by eight, by 23, and by nine. So they should be able to cover the six. I think the Lakers have heard all the talk about how Portland's going to beat them. I think for the Lakers, this is a statement game. They're going to come out. I think they're going to pound Portland just to prove a point. What they do afterwards, nobody knows. But I, I, I'm betting the Lakers here. I think they come out, make a statement, and they cover the six. Oh, wow. There you go. Bet on the Lakers. I'm going to bet Portland. I've, I've, <laughs> I, I fully expect the Lakers to come out angry, but I, I, I don't know if they can do it. I don't know. We'll see. I'm just looking at the stats in the bubble, and they were terrible. I know they weren't really playing in the bubble. We'll see if that catches up to them or not. I got to take Portland. I got to do it. So there it is, Portland plus six. I fully expect to lose because, you know, playoff betting is always – what do we say, Max? Playoff betting is almost like gambling? <laughs> that's right. Yes, almost. All right. So that's it for the NBA. Max, what else you got on tap? Uh, well, you know where I'm going. There's a couple games I like in NHL today. I'm going uh, to focus in on probably the more controversial one. Flyers at the Canadiens. Philly is up 2-1 in this series. But they've only managed to score three goals <laughs> on the Canadiens and Carey Price. Uh, to me, that screams that Montreal can be in every single game. And so if there's if there's a plus line on Canadians, which there will be, it's it's always worth a sniff. We know the Canadians have scoring issues, uh, but I, I still don't think the Flyers are as a complete of a team as some of the, the upper echelon teams in the NHL. And I, I think they have some uh, deficiencies on offense. So, you know, you look at game two as an example. Uh, Montreal shut them out five to nothing. I'm. I don't think the payout is quite there for Montreal for me to really be behind them as a value play. But I think they win this game today and even up the series. So as a, a as a plus line, and I think they're going to win. I'm going to bet the Canadians. That's kind of where I've been with the Flyers. You know, through these these first few games has just been getting the value. So with them being the favorite. I'm not really, I, I, I like the flyers and I feel like I hear what you're saying about the three goals, but that just means they're due. Like they, they didn't win all those games and be as good as they are. Get that one seed by not scoring. I mean, you got to score some goals. So they're due to start to put up some, some goals. Um, but I kind of agree with you. The Canadians as a plus line seems to be where it's at. Um, I'll, I like the Flyers. I'm rooting for the Flyers. I don't know why. I'm not necessarily claiming them as one of my teams or anything, but um, I'm with you. I'm going to lean the Canadians just because of that plus line. Well, I'm I'm no uh, NHLer to go against Mr. Max, but looking at the statistics, um, Philadelphia seems to have the edge everywhere except goaltending, and I guess that's why they've only scored three goals. But at the same time, three goals have translated into two wins. So what does that say about Montreal's offense? 
I'm going to lean the Flyers here just because I think they're the better team. All right. Yeah, I, it is a controversial one. <laughs> I agree with what Max said. Damn, I'll lean Montreal with him. I, I don't really have a dog in this fight. Uh, I'll just, just a lean for me. All right. Panther, what do you got? Uh, I scoured and scoured the baseball world to try and find a game. Determined that the uh, my boy Trevor Bauer is a little too chalky for me today. And I think one of you two guys are going to pick up on that Phillies game. So I'm going to the West Coast, and we're going to jump on that Oakland-Arizona game. Arizona has been red hot, just red smoking hot. Cole Calhoun's been ripping the cover off the ball. Um, but so is Oakland. Oakland's won four in a row. And this comes down to me. It just comes down to pitching. And Arizona's throwing Luke Weaver out there, who just still cannot get out of his own way. Uh, sporting an 11 ERA. Um, Oakland's going to trot out Frankie Montas. And it, look, it's just too big a, for me. It's just too big of a pitching discrepancy. At minus 148, thereabouts, I can find enough value. So I'm going to jump on the Oakland A's today. I was hoping that's what you were going to do because I am going to do the complete opposite <laughs> of that. Uh, I know the Luke Weaver factor is a bit alarming, but I do think he should get better than where he has been. He's yet to pitch past the fourth inning. His ERA is as bloated as Bartolo Colon. Not Bartolo Colon's ERA, just Bartolo Colon himself. <laughs> I know that Oakland is a solid team, uh, but that value is on Arizona and that money is coming in hard on them. And that line is shifting. So if you want Arizona, you're going to do it now. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to lean the Diamondbacks. Oh, I'm, oh I'm not going against you, Panther. I'm, I'm just going to lean the Diamondbacks here. Well, Montas definitely appears to have the uh, pitching. Well, he does have the pitching advantage. He's given up two or few runs and uh, five hits or less in each of his starts. The thing that concerns me a little bit is he was scratched from his last start with an uh, with upper back tightness. And you don't know if that's going to flare up in the course of the game. So if, if he's going to be able to pitch another five or six innings. So I'm going to lean Oakland because they have the pitching matchup advantage. But I do think Luke Weaver is due for a good game. He's not as bad as a bloated uh, Bartolo Colon. <laughs> it's a lean for me on Oakland as well. I can't quite get to either side with the money or with the money lines as they are now. It's But I agree with Max. Wow. Arizona's probably the, the play if you're following the money today. All right, Rich. Yeah, if, it was yeah, any yeah. Other, if it was any other pitcher, I'd jump on Arizona. I just can't get behind Luke Weaver right now. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that. Rich, what do you got in baseball? I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Phillies <laughs> against the uh, Boston Red Sox. The Red Sox starting pitching is just – I don't know if it's a double-A or a triple-A team out there – they're the worst in the majors with a 6.06 ERA, and the Phillies are the fifth best in terms of batting average. The Phillies are going to put a lot of balls in play. They're going to put a lot of pressure on the Boston pitching. And I think at minus 117 is what I had. I'm getting a little bit of value in the power rankings and a little bit of value in the run differential. So I think the matchup fits perfectly for Philadelphia to win this game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think we were talking about this in the pre-show. Um, I, I'm leaning with you here. I, I just, I, I can't, it's, it's just still a little bit out of the realm of my comfort here. Uh, so I, I will lean with you. I can't quite bet it. 
I'm going to bet it. I guess my question is, it just seems like it's maybe the, the, the G word, not necessarily the T word, but this seems like almost a little giftish. The Red Sox are about as bad as any team in Major League Baseball right now. Zach Godley has not been successful anywhere he's ever been, and especially as a starter. Um, like this, this minus 117 just seems to be a little light. Uh, the Yankees went roughshod over the Red Sox. Phillies have won three in a row. I, I'm with you. I, it feels kind of giftish, trappish, but whatever. I'll take it. I'll, I'll bet the Phillies here. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, I think you, you can make an argument. I and mean, the Phillies look to be, you know, an incredibly dominant team on this one. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth. Rich did that yesterday with New York and it paid out. So I'm going to do it today. I'm going to take the Phillies minus, oh boy, it's minus 115 now. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> now the T-words, Lee Oh, boy. Okay. I want to look at Colorado at Houston. I know I keep uh, I keep falling for Colorado. I don't know why, but I keep, do. I keep doing that. Um, let's see. Colorado opened up plus 164. They're plus 182 now. There's enough value for me to take a, a flyer here and bet Colorado, and that's what I'm going to do. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Vegas played out their long con. Oh, yeah. And now they think that the Rockies can't hang with Houston. Uh, they hung with them yesterday, and despite the loss, uh, they are definitely an interesting play for today. Uh, Antonio Senzatella has been pretty good this season. Uh, the Rockies' offense has the potential to go off any single day. And I think their bullpen has played above expectations going into this season. And that actually gives them a huge advantage over Houston here. We know the Astros have an ace or a former ace or whatever you want to call Granky out there on the mound today. But even if he has a strong outing, that bullpen can be hit and it will be hit today. I'm going to bet Colorado with you. I think it's a great value play. Uh, Colorado's the only play. Um, Houston got fat over some lesser opponents, Seattle, San Francisco, um, the two to one over Colorado last night. Well, I'm not calling them uh, a bad team. Um, but nobody's scoring on them. Their last five games, they've given up one, two, one, 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 as far as runs scored against them. Um, it's kind of easy to win those kind of games if the other team can't score. So Houston at home, um, there's no trash cans clanging or anything like that. Colorado can score, um, but and, and I think they can get to Grinky. So there, there's just no way I can't see anybody laying – 200 plus on the Astros. So I'll go with you guys, but only as a lean. I'm going to lean the Rockies. Okay. There's no doubt the value is in the Rockies, but I've had enough of that salmonella sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to, I'll lean the Rockies, but I'm not going to bet them. They looked disinterested yesterday. They were one hit all the way through the ninth inning and they really weren't putting any pressure on them. They weren't taking a lot of pitches. It just, it looked like they were up there to get back to the hotel room. So for now, I'm just going to lean them, and uh, hopefully down the road I can get back on that that uh, chicken sandwich. All right. Well, that's uh, we hit all our bets, although can we talk about one more game? Would anybody object if we talk about the Tampa Bay-New York game? Nope. Go ahead. Because Tampa Bay opened up plus 120. Now they're minus 112. New York opened up minus 130. They're plus 103 now with Tanaka and Snell on the mound. I don't know. I still kind of like the Yankees with a plus line. I think they could probably hang with Tampa Bay. Plus 103. Yeah, they can absolutely hang with Tampa Bay. 
What do you for, think? For, for certain, I, I'm not jumping on this one. Oh, okay. Something seemed off to me. Like that, that line movement seemed crazy. And I, I think Tanaka is a damn good pitcher. So I'm not, I'm, unless there's something that we just don't know is going to happen, if there's going to be a pitching change or something like that, which would yeah. be no action unless you're betting, you know, <laughs> a certain way. I just didn't like it. It just, it seemed crazy to me that this stuff was moving around. I'm with you though. I, I totally value on the Yankees anytime you can, you know, see them as a plus line yeah the, they're, uh, i feel like vegas is maybe starting to treat the yankees kind of like they did the rockies or what you know we talked about the yankees yesterday and it was only a negative what 157 or something and we were like that just seemed off just seemed off well it was another win by taking the yankees um i don't the yankees are really good and they're missing three of their best hitters no judge no stanton no lemayhew and they're still on this winning streak they've got better than good pitching tanaka's been he's been good they just have to keep raising his pitch count because they haven't been letting him go deeper than i don't even think he's made it to the fifth inning yet um but that becomes the big question but i'm with you i i would actually bet this game i would bet the yankees with a plus line i'm going to point out single digit money coming in on the yankees right hmm well, I think if you're going to bet, you can take it into double digits here with, with the Yankees because and, and Snell has not been that good in Yankee Stadium. He's one in five with a five eighty two ERA, and Tanaka is ten and four with a three oh seven ERA. Nineteen starts against Tampa Bay. So, the pitching matchup on paper, you might give the slight advantage to Snell, but considering the location, he's not pitched well there. I think if you're going to take anything, you got to take the Yankees. The only reason I think the line is the way the line is is because those three those three guys are out. It would probably be the other way around if Stanton, Judge, and, uh, and the other were in the game. So I'm going to probably bet the Yankees at a plus line, too. So you can add that oh. to my bet list. Okay, there you go. Yeah, it just it's, it, this is the biggest shift of the day on the board that I see. So I just we had to touch on it. <laughs> Single-digit money on the Yankees. Yeah, fuck it. I'll, I'll fall into this nonsense. I'll take the Yankees plus one on three, too. All right, we had to hit on that one because that was that was interesting. Max, I got nothing else. That's it for me. Yeah, we we didn't even hit on the big trap game of the day, but we can do that over at AbsoluteGeneracy.com and talk about it there. You can be like our listener, Buckmaster. Buckmaster on the site commented legend status in regards to the picks of someone on this show. I shall not name who that person was. You can head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com and see what I'm talking about. Or just let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podtail, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to us at, please, highs, rate, and comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. It is Tuesday. Rich, final words. Well, we do have a legend, and make sure you tell your friends about that NHL legend. We won't mention who he is, Max. And as I said yesterday, friends don't let friends bet without listening to absolute degeneracy. Panther, the key's in. Take us home. Oh, God, take us home. We never go home on Tuesday because now it's time to go to work. And then I was already informed, just, you know, lollygag around the house or whatever because your load's not ready, so it's going to be a nice long day. So... Yeah, I'm still doing okay with my baseball picks. Yesterday was two and one, and my one loss was my damn basketball bets. Stupid bets. But you guys know the deal. It's the same deal every day. AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. That's where we're shooting the shit and talking about what our plays are. We want to know what you did, how you did yesterday, and what you're betting on today. But when you put it on there and you let us know, 
you better be letting us know that you made some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.